Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello! But not Nathan today, unfortunately. Yeah. We wish him well. Absolutely. As always. Let's move on to the news, shall we? Yes, let's shall. Because we've had the very first PlayStation State to Play of the year, haven't we? I know. I I could have swore we've already had one before. Yeah, quite a bit of stuff we've got shown off. But they kicked off, obviously, with the new stuff of PSVR 2. Yes. Because that launched. That's, yep. That's a that's thing now. That's it's actually a thing. a thing that exists. It's a thing that's far too expensive for me as of yet. <laughs> yeah. That's another story. But um, so they kicked off with something called the Foglands. So yeah, it was like a I don't know how to describe it. It was like a a gunslinger style monster shooter. Uh, yeah, it says that's probably about right. It's like if um, Red Dead Undead Nightmare had become a VR shooter. That'd be cool. I'd play that. Get on it, Rockstar. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I can't see me playing this, though. Unfortunately. Why not? Because it just looks a bit spooky. <laughs> it looked a bit spooky. Well, That's... they did have my favourite enemies in it at some point. Uh, oh, they did, so yes. Was, uh... Just going down that tunnel. Oh, uh, yeah. That would be great. And then I think the guy in in it screamed, didn't he? The guy yeah, he screamed. Because, you know, could have been me. Yeah, yeah. And then you went, then went on to Green Hell VR, which I think I've, I've seen yeah, that was Green nice Hell game. before. Sounds like a, familiar, yeah. So it's a survival game set in a forest. I presume you crashed there or, I don't know, well, washed up on the beach or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a tropical island or something. Mm. But um, you looks like you build camps, you know, huts. I don't know. Yeah. What'd, what'd yeah, you build? Close. What'd you build when you were on a uh, tropical island? A house. On a tropical island. In a house. Uh, house. Tent. <laughs> you don't build a tent. Yeah, I yeah don't we'll know. build fences. <laughs> uh, and then you obviously hunt, but intriguingly, you get hunted by looks of it. Hmm. They did like showing off the, the tigers that were you would be flying up against. So. Yeah, it was quite unnerving. That that the most of the trailer <laughs> most of the trailer was just. That's my big cat impression. Yeah. Just in, in the in the forest. And then somebody <laughs> just jumped out at you at the end, didn't it? Mm, yeah. So, yeah. It it reminded me a little bit of um there's a survival game that's that's been out for quite a few years now. I think it's called The Forest. It's quite yeah, similar. I've vaguely heard of that, yes. Yeah. Really similar. I, I honestly when I saw this I thought, oh maybe they're doing a forest in VR. But no, it's called Green Green Hill, so close enough. Yeah, because it's still a forest in VR. So there you go. Yep. And I think after that, we had another first-person shooty-shooty game. Uh, what was it called? Synapse, sorry. Um, is, it sy- is it Synapse? No, I'm not sure. Synapse, Synapse. Synapse, Synapse. It's one of them. Tomato, Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this looked kind of a bit like... Um, a little bit like... Have you played Control? Oh, you know Control. I know of Control. I've not played it. But... Yeah, I, I've not as of yet. But you know, watching the gameplay stuff like that, it seemed a bit kind of kooky. Power messing with powers and, and time and stuff. Yeah, you, you had sort of like force powers of some kind. You Something know. like that, wasn't it? Yeah. It was set on like a desolate world. 
Mm, yeah, it's very grey. It was quite grey, wasn't it? Mm. It was like on the moon or something, I don't know. Something like that. Um, look, look, fun enough. Uh, I quite sure like it. Being, mm, very sci-fi-esque. Uh, but that wasn't the only sci-fi one, was it? No, the next one. Journey to Foundation. Uh, apparently set on a, uh, a series of fiction books, if I'm correct. Yes, called Foundation, fully enough. Yeah, like uh, I believe the author Isaac Asimov, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I wrote some, the notes I wrote down here is a story set across the galaxy about joining a rebellion to overthrow an empire. I think I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. Yeah. Original so. story. But another kind of, I suppose, shooty shooty game. There seemed to be like a theme with this PSVR 2 little mini showcase. A lot of it was just kind of shooting. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. I was wondering if we were just like, are we just watching the same thing over and over? Or. I think these oh. two games specifically that we just spoken about, they did look similar. Yeah. I mean, colourful, certainly. The, this one as well. A lot oh, yeah, of colours frowning your eyes. Yeah, this was more colourful than grey from the previous mm. one. Yeah. Again, probably another one that would be interesting enough to, to try once I got a PSVR 2, but... Yeah. It just stopped coming a bit samey, and then... I was quite thankful for this last one. They, this yeah, this kind of changed it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last one that we showed off before your eyes. Really interesting. It, it, it seems to be something about every time you uh, blinked within the VR headset, the game would sort of recognise it, and basically stuff would start changing depending on how much you blinked and stuff. I thought that was quite an interesting mechanic. Yes, so it seems like a narrative-driven game where mm. you are as you really living memories or something like that and every time you blink it, it goes yeah. in time that was yeah nice. so you, you I, I think that's how it, it was portrayed wasn't it that um you you're, you've played as someone i think who's passed away and you're essentially given these powers to be able to sort of go through um this character's memories but each time you blink you go forward and stuff i wonder how that would work with like puzzles as well that'd be cool yeah but what about if you just like Blink it across the line. Like, <laughs> <do you> speed <laughs> Oh, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Speed running. <laughs> so I think that that finished off the VR side of stuff. Mm. I have to was... say, well, sorry, I, just oh. say, I, I don't think any of them really is encouraging me to get PSVR 2 just yet. No, not yet. Um, I've heard some of those games are also on the Oculus as well, so... Right. It's not really... A massive sound point so far for the PSVR. But, mm. you know, there are other games. Obviously, we've got the it launch style for it. Started it. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm. So then we got onto the normal the normal games. And we kicked off with uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall. Now, I personally don't have much interest in Destiny, but I believe you've played it a bit, haven't you? I, I did play it, yeah. I've played both games uh, when they launched and I sort of ran through all of the, as much as you could 
at launch, I should say. I'm not familiar too much on like what the DLCs have kind of brought into the games. I know obviously through each expansion, a lot changes with with Destiny. Yeah. Um, even story-wise, so um, I mean, looking at this, it looks. I mean, I love the cinematic. It looks grandiose in uh, how I suppose kind of final it'll be. I'm, I'm, I think this might be the last DLC for Destiny Two. Yeah. Uh, I think so. When, I, did, it, it when did it come like out? It. I don't know. When did it come out? I don't know. Oof, must be about four, five years ago. Feels like it. It does feel um, like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we saw that the I think it was going to be the opening cinematic to the DLC. Um, a lot's going on. A lot's happening. Um, seems like Guardians are fighting to defend the Traveler, which is the big kind of dome that's sort of made its home above planet Earth, if I recall the story. Um, although it looks like as though it's going to start flying back, which I don't think I've seen the Traveller do before, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know what you thought about it, Mark, whether, whether you'd eventually get into Destiny. Cause, uh, it's a uh, looter shooter territory, which is not my bag. <laughs> True, but I will give that Destiny 2 has some of the most polished first-person shooting mechanics. I definitely prefer it over stuff like Far Cry and... Um, some like Wolfenstein games. I'd probably put it close on par with with Call of Duty for how it feels. To be fair, but like yeah. I said, if you if you're really not into the looting, then uh, that can be a bit of a problem because that's all Destiny's about. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's probably an aspect that's put me off of Destiny a little bit, but I mean it is currently. Um, is it the one of the February? PlayStation Essential Games of the Month, I think. Oh, I haven't got a clue. Maybe. I think it was. I, I think know. it was one of the uh, Beyond Light, I think, DLC that they made free for everyone. So, I think. That, that, that shows how little interest I've shown yeah, in it. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, if you do want it, it's there. It's free. Um, well, easy to get into. Maybe, maybe some we three could give a go at some point. Well, that and uh, that releases on February twenty eighth, which is the day this podcast releases. So it'll be out now. Of course, yes. Enjoy for those who love their destiny. Now, this next one, I remember seeing another showcase. Sometime I, I remember seeing this quite a few times, to be honest. It's just cheer. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, this is a rather colourful game where you play a young girl. Going on an adventure around a tropical island or something. Now, is this the one where you could turn into animals? It was, yes. Yeah. So you you get the the power to turn into different animals around the island. So you could be like. Um, there was a dolphin birds. in there. I didn't notice that. There was a dolphin. Yeah, that's um, important. That's very important. I think there's also a crab at some point that you could play as. Um, some birds. Yeah, it really. It, it gave me the feel of kind of Breath of the Wild and kind of how you navigate the. The world and stuff because like you can do the whole being able to float on a I suppose makeshift parachute that you can do mm. um and i think one of the trailers had you uh, you could like fire bows at enemies not sure what they're doing they just don't seem to like it very much so um i've heard people like it in this too is it rhyme oh yeah 
not played. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember that game now. <laughs> yeah. Um, looks decent though. Um, very colourful. Uh, very cutesy. I'm sure it'll be great for the kids and stuff. Yeah, releases March 21st, and it will be on day one for PlayStation Plus catalogue. Ah, uh, yes, the is it the extra tier? I think it's uh, extra. Sure, plus why not? Premium, I think. Yeah, the, the I think so. Cool. Yeah, I can never remember. <laughs> mm, well, speaking of PS Plus, hey. we got a little. Hey, see what we did there. Uh, we got a little look at what the March games will be. No, no, it's interesting. This first one. Yes, yes, very interesting. Because it means I didn't have to buy it. <laughs> No, I've been digging at you for getting it cheap. Now you get yeah. to have it for free. Yeah. Cheeky son. Still don't mean it's quality-wise it's any good, but at least I can give it a go with no I suppose not. I suppose no not, cost. but there's been, a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of updates to try and get it back to a, a typical... Staple. Staple, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, part of the franchise. Um, I yes, suppose game, we don't... We've not said the game. <laughs> we've not. We're Battlefield not. 2042. Yes. It's coming to, well, everyone, essential, extra, and premium for March. Yeah, so, you know, I guess I've got no excuses. No excuse not, now, yep. Yeah, I've got no go. excuses to not jump in with you both. Gotta give it a go. So, we'll get... I'll install my updates. <laughs> yeah, I'll say we'll give it a go. And then we well, do we anyway. say that about every game, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We do. Should we give it a go? Nah, let's play FIFA. Yeah. I've said it before that like we should just do one night where we do FIFA, and the night we just right, play we'll, somewhere else. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get it done. Because we'll we, right. we tend to we tend to normally play twice a week, though. So I don't see why we don't yeah. do that. It just FIFA just consumes us. The things we've been on te- we've been on a terrible run. We have well we have recently. I think we so, need to give it a bit of a rest. <laughs> yeah, just move on somewhere else. But the other games that's on it. Yes. So we got Minecraft Dungeons. Hmm. So this was like a Diablo take on Minecraft, basically. Um, I've heard good things about it. Um, if you like that kind of um, over-the-top isometric um, RPG kind of game, I think I'll definitely give it a go. Look, I, would, I always looked at it and thought it was quite fun. So I don't know myself. We'll see. I might give it a shot. But I ain't got a clue what this other one is. Code Vein. I don't know what that is. Code Vein, so this is, um, if I recall, Bandai Nemco's anime take on Dark Souls. And that explains why I don't, I don't yeah. know much about it. But with vampires. So Anime take of Dark Souls with vampires. Yes. Interesting. Hey, well, you might like it. I mean, you did give Demon Souls a go at some point, so... Yeah. <laughs> so... Um... I remember actually buying this when it came out. Um, I played it for a few hours, thought I enjoyed my time with it, and then I think other stuff just came out and was like, yep, well, I've forgotten about that game now. So like I, I do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. That would be great having this for free, though, because I've got a disc version, so I don't have to waste getting up and putting the disc. <laughs> yeah. Waste my time. So, yep, those are the March. PS Plus Essential Games, and then I think we also got what was coming in the extra tiers as well. Um, I've not made a note of them, so I'm going to take your word for it. Cool. I have a list here. So for the extra and 
above tiers. They're going to be getting Ghostwire Tokyo. Ah, yes. Uh, the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, which I believe was Uncharted 4 and Uncharted Lost, Lost Legacy. Legacy. There we go. Adventure came into my head. Uh, and we also got Immortals Phoenix Rising, um, which I believe Nathan gave yep. a pretty yep. good review on uh, quite a while back. And then the last one is Rainbow Six Extraction, mm. um, which mm. is PVE take on Rainbow Six, and I don't think it was rated that well. But... Yeah, that just seems to die of quick death, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, so there, it's there. So... It's like, it it's like Siege, you know, it went on to have this, what, this, this, this 10-year plan or something, which has become very popular. And then Extraction has just been like... Because they kept delaying it, and they kept renaming it, didn't they? Didn't they rename it like four times or something daft like that? Well, it was... It I believe it was planned to come out around 2020 20 or something, but obviously we had the pandemic, and then yeah. they had switch names because, you know, we don't want to reference anything about the pandemic. But then everyone just forgot about the game anyway. No. Because nobody cared about it. I don't think anyone really asked for it. Like, uh, I know it, it was born off of a um, limited time mode that they put in Siege. It was quite yeah. similar. Um, Plus I'm assuming they must have gone like, numbers from it or something that said, oh, everyone really loved this. Maybe yeah. we can turn this into a game. And it was like, well, we loved it because it was for free. <laughs> Now you're charging for it. It's Ubisoft, isn't it? Oh, well. We'll chase the money. But, yeah. But it it was just strange because Rainbow Six Siege is just popular anyway, so why would you want to take that market away by giving them this other Uh, thing? I don't know. I don't know why they could have just made like a standalone PBE mode in Siege. I don't know why they had to split it away. Yeah. Well, because they wanted to sell it, didn't they? Well, um, (laughs) everything comes back to money. We're getting sidetracked here, aren't we? Now this next one, yes. I, I I really quite liked. I, I thought this there's something amusingly funny it, about it. It's, it's very <laughs> out humanity, there. yeah, humanity. Yeah, the game where you play, well, it looks like a a, a glowing dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you lead a horde of humans around. Yep. Like puzzle platforms. It was odd. I was getting like, but I really liked it. I was getting strange like um, lemmings vibe to it. Yeah, but they're kind of just like just a mass horde of <laughs> faceless humans that just help do stuff, but then also get shot really, at. And... I couldn't really work out what the end goal was. What you were actually trying to do? You just lead them somewhere. But then there's other things kept happening. There's like moments where like some big fans blowing them sideways. They all started firing lasers or something, yeah. which looked really odd. I don't know. I, I was getting like weird. It's like a dystopia or something. It's like yeah, I was getting like weird, super hot vibes from it. Just for like mm, yeah, kind of just that like surreal story to it and like what is yeah. going on. Yeah, um, I'm gonna look out for that one. Well, I mean, bringing this here, the, there is a demo out now for. Oh yes, um, yes. I believe it's coming out for the PSVR and the VR two as well. Interesting. Um, mm. I didn't have a date. I remember. I think I recalled seeing it sometime in May. But I did notice that also there uh, seems to be some sort of level creator or something on it. 
Yeah, there was. Yeah, I remember there was a level. Um, I did that. It it looks pretty cool actually. It's. I'm sure some people are going to come with some mad designs for it. That could even look mad enough as it was. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my eye on that one. I'm very intrigued by that. Certainly, certainly. Um, I remember seeing this this next one previously. Yeah, another one I think we've seen a couple of times now. Um, so, goodbye, goodbye, Volcano, Volcano High. high. Mm. Touche. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so as if, I recall, is it like a it's a visual novel, isn't it? I think. Is that what we're calling it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I didn't see a lot of gameplay outside of talking to characters, and that's kind of the best of a visual novel. Yeah, so, so they, they had some choice bits, didn't they? Mm. And there was also some rhythm action moments. Yes, yes. So the gist of what the story, I can tell, is it's some sort of teen drama about music playing dinosaurs? Are they dinosaurs? They're like anthropomorphic animal slash dinosaur. Actually, I think it is because um, isn't isn't it about coming to the end of the world or something like that? I think so, isn't it? It's something based on like the meteor that's going to come hit the earth. Yes, that's well, that was my interpretation because I think one of of, they were getting two of the characters were getting into an argument, weren't they? And saying, "Oh, we ain't got much time." Mm. And the fact that it's called Goodbye Volcano High. That sounds prehistoric. Well, and I mean, in in its uh, logo as well, you've got a form of kind of a meteor going through the second O on goodbye. So that could be, <laughs> I guess that's yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, a giveaway, isn't it? Bit of a giveaway. Um, hmm. hmm. I don't know what to think about this. It's probably not something I'm going to play. A bit a bit too much teen angst for me. I think. I feel like it'd be it'd be a game that would be perfect to come on PS Plus. I think if mm. I saw it come out, I'd I'd definitely give it a go. I think. Yeah. Um. But outside of that, probably not. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. That comes out June the fifteenth. Mm. Now, this next one, the 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 title alone just puzzles me out. Uh-huh. I shall, I shall, I shall say this. Where are we going to go for it? Okay. Right. So, Naruto, Boruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. Did I get that right? You play it close. There was an X in between Naruto and Boruto, but no. Oh, okay. You, you, you were barely on the mark. Right. I, in my notes, I've literally just put an emoji of the shrugging shoulders. So. You're yeah, going to have to tell uh, me what this is. Well, I, yeah, uh, this would definitely be one that me and um, Nathan would love. Um, so it's essentially a, a culmination of the entire Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series. Um, essentially, what I can tell, melted into one game. Um, so it looks as though it's going to essentially go through the entire story from from beginning again all the way from kind of the the original anime beginnings up to kind of what's currently in the Boruto series um which is the i suppose spin-off slash sequel series off of naruto okay. um like there's already like four five or six games out already for it but 
Um, I think it's, it's a game that's going to be celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Naruto anime as well. So, I mean, I'm I'm massively looking forward to it. I planned them the first game, so <laughs> I want to go through the others at some point when I get back to them. Um, I'm sure Nathan will will love this because he he probably loves Naruto as much as anything else anime related. So the, the only thing I know about Naruto is the run. Oh yeah, the run's famous. Yeah. Nope. Area 51 and all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is coming out sometime this year. Uh, apparently, it's going to be on PS4 and PS5. Interestingly enough, um, the other notes that I've got from here from the article I'm reading is that it's going to have 60 frames per second on PS5, and there will be 124 playable characters from the beginning. 124? Mm. That's like that's like Lego game territory. That's like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate <laughs> territory. Mm. Um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it'll be good. It's uh, if you if you never played the Storm games, they're they're very much kind of like a an arena type fighting Full, game. Fully enough, I never have. Have you not? No, no. <laughs> you, I, I'm sure you've still not watched that episode of Naruto that we told you no, to watch. No. I can't even remember what it was. No, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll remind you at some point. <laughs> I mean, you can always send me the link again, and maybe oh, I'll, yeah, re- maybe I'll watch it. No, I won't. I feel I, I feel like I should because I I, I did make a promise. You did, <laughs> yes, and you're still. And like, I don't I don't like I not keeping promises. I think it's been promises. over a year. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I no, should. I'll do it that. Let's move on. <laughs> yes, yeah, shall we? Uh, Baldur's Gate Three is the next game shown off, I believe. Hmm. You've played a Baldur's Gate. I'm... I've not. I've heard of the series, and I, I keep on hearing good things, but. If, if I remember, I think they're quite similar to... There's a game series that's called Divinity Original Sin, I think. They're that kind of isometric um, kind of RPG-esque. A bit like yeah. Diablo, like I spoke about earlier, I think. Yeah, so this is like a turn-based fantasy mm. adventure, isn't it? Yeah. And there was some bold bloke telling us all to bow. Bow now, bow. He just kept yelling that. So. Pretty much. And then there was a bloke with a squid head. I don't know yeah. who it was. That was. Mm. Was it? Was he the villain? I don't know. No idea. I just I remember there was like a, a skeleton dog. I think. At some point. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. And some like weird armor, if I recall. Um, yeah, I unfortunately I didn't write too many notes on this one just because I'm, I'm not familiar with the series other than its name and connections. So I'm sure this would be brilliant for everyone that has obviously been looking forward to it. Um, I mean, some notes that I've got down on here is that um, the game has been in early access, okay. so this is like its full release for the PlayStation. I think we had a release date as well. Oh, August was it? No, so we've got down here is August 31st, I think. So cool for everyone. Still a while, though. Still a while away. Quite a while, yes. And there we got to uh, Wayfinder. This just didn't excite me at all. I don't know about you. 
So this was like the online multiplayer yeah. adventure generic looter co-op action game as a live service. It had a social hub, they said. Yeah, it, it reminded me a little bit of kind of like that Monster Hunter because it was like you find like this giant yeah, so you can team up to take boss knight. battles. Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe that that part of it could sound interesting, but like everything else, I was just kind of all right. And the beta of life service game. Yeah, the beta of that also releases on February twenty eighth, which is the oh. Destiny Two Lightfall date. Oh, I why why do we do that? I don't know. I find that puzzling because it seems like that's part that's the pie it's trying to go with. Good luck, I suppose. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sure a lot of his fans and if it's if well, it's a bear, if it's a bear, I would have thought it'd be three, right? Um, oh, mm-hmm. I understand that wrong. I mean, if it is three, I'll I'll give it a go at some point. Yeah, um, maybe. Well, he might not get the player base. Well, that, that's always basically. the worry about these kind of games, aren't they? Well, I I I, I don't know. I'm worried that's probably going to die in a year. Well, we'll see, because there have been quite a few uh, live service games that have recently come out and said they're shutting down. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, But this next one is not a live service game. No, it? it's or not. It? Or it's, I don't know. It might have live service elements, but anyway. But I know this is one you're, ex- you're looking forward to. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Street Fighter 6. Mm. we got some character updates. Mm, or character reveals. Well, I suppose that's the word I'm looking for. Yes. yes. So, um, I mean, the first one we got to see was the big Russian man himself, Zangief. Mm, the hairy-chested um, loon. Mm, yeah. I felt like he, he he looks a lot more musclier in this so version than like I've it. ever seen him. Yeah. Um, they seem to have given him a couple more wrestling moves. He likes his, uh, <laughs> yeah, he likes so his the German suplex. Yeah, he did the brain buster at the end. Yeah, there was a brain buster. There was that. Um, he pulled out a jackhammer. Yeah. Don't think Brett Hart will be happy about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a couple of uh, punch and kicks. Um, seems to be a bit of a brute. Looks interesting. I liked the... Um, he seemed to have a form of like a, a counter as well because I think the the other character went for like a kick and then he kind of like grabbed it and did like a... Yeah. Almost like a dragon screw sort of thing. Mm. That looks quite interesting. But yeah, pretty impressive. I, I do, I do quite like how well I think they're using the the Resident Evil engine for this game. Um, I really like how realistic, but still looking quite like cartoony. All the Street Fighter characters look. I think it's impressive. But... It does look quite good. I like it actually. Mm. Um, and then I think you, you saw his stage as well. I think it was yeah. it was based on like a shipyard, I think. Something, Something like, like that. that. Um, but yeah, so we we had uh, we had Zangief. Uh, the next one we saw was Lily, who's um, a very new character to Street Fighter. Um, so was she in a previous game? Because I've never seen her. No, she's she's brand new. She's completely right, new. Okay. Um, so from what I can see on her profile. Um, she is from Mexico. She's got 
she's got a bit of a flair to a previous character that they've called they've got called um T Hawk, where she got she's She's got certain moves of kind of like the the diving kind of spread arms thing. He he likes doing that. I was wondering if maybe she's some sort of like protege to him, maybe. But she looks like a fun character. Um, seems to use. I was trying to work out what on earth she was swinging around. Yeah, they look like the ends of hockey sticks with socks that, on. That's them what I was kind of thinking. I was like, <laughs> what, what look, is it? What were I, they? I don't know. I I need to research on on those weapons she was using, but she was using to pretty good effect. Um, a lot of her moves were spin-based. She liked kind of grabbing enemies with them and kind of spinning around with them. Yeah. Um, and then you got to see her, like, I don't know what they're called in Street Fighter 6, but essentially like that special move where she grabbed him and you go into like a cutscene. She's like spinning around um, Blanca and she like loses control. Yeah, that's interesting. I like the whole use of like 3D perspective there, where you went behind the character and all that. Yeah, no, they they really use their 3D space really well with like the camera angles and stuff. I really like. Mm. Um, but yeah, she she seems like another fun character. Um, and then we ended it with. <laughs> I mean, we've already know, knew she was going to be in it, but like she's easily she your she your favorite. Well, yeah, I know she's my favorite. Um, for, for for listeners, uh, Matt is very smitten with Cabby. <laughs> Not smitten, just he's smitten. My men, shut up. Yeah, well, um, fair, fair enough. But she was wearing a very, she was wearing a very fetching Union Jack jacket. I did like that. Mm. Yeah, they're they're really playing on her Britishness in in this um, version of Cammy. Um, got rid of the, I'd say iconic pigtails, which might be a bit of a controversial pick but i think overall she the presentation of it looked pretty well um still looks as still got the pose there still got the pose and some of that i i spotted in the um in the trailer i think a lot of people spotted and were like oh they've done it they've they've actually done it was um there's a move that she does where she goes to essentially uh she grabs the shoulders of the other character and kind of flips up Kind of spins and then does like a uh, like a backflip DDT like reverse DDT sort of thing. Okay. Um, it might not be a DDT. Like if you saw it you, and you you don't know much about it, you're probably like, nah, eh, it's just a move. Um, but that was referencing something she did in the animated Street Fighter Two film. And it's like right. the first time she's done it in the games, and people were like, oh god, she's done it. So that was pretty cool. Um, a super looked pretty dangerous as well. She she loves using her um, cannon spikes were pretty pretty much spiking the guy and then just giving him a massive kick in the head and saying that she eliminated him. Yeah. I don't know if they're playing. I, on I her, thought like, my head was assassin... going to come off to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've suddenly turned into Mortal Kombat. What game is this? Um. But no, yeah, it's cool. She, um. For it to, I suppose officially be revealed now even though we've known for quite a while <laughs> with that leaked uh, roster so oh yeah that <laughs> and um well she ended up being that she is the last i suppose officially confirmed character so that was it um what was the real estate of that i can't remember it's released on june the 2nd june 2nd so they might have another bit i don't know they do like having the bears testing the servers and seeing how, how it goes so 
but cool. I was very happy with this. Hmm. Did look quite good. Did like it. Although I've got Street Fighter Five, which I've still not played yet, which I feel like I should get on. The last beta up I played was um, what was it? Mortal Kombat Ten, I think. Oh yeah, we played at the cafe place. Uh, no, have I got? Oh, I. Oh, do you that. mean one that you've owned? One that I've actually say. owned. Yes. Yes. Actually, no. I don't think I've completed that one. No, I haven't actually. No. What was the last thing you played? <laughs> because I, because I purposely bought right. Cause, okay. Okay. Right on PS3, they rebooted Mortal Kombat, didn't they? I believe. Yes. So it when was I just called P- Mortal Kombat. Yes, when I had my PS4, I specifically went back and bought that on PS3. Because mm. I thought, ooh, it's a new era of Mortal Kombat. So I played that. Yeah. I, I played the first... Uh, why do I want to say Uncharted when I know it's not Uncharted? Injustice? <laughs> That's the one. Injustice. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to say Uncharted, but yeah. Injustice. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, so I played that, but I've not played the second one. And I've got the second one. And I've got Mortal ooh, Kombat I, 10. I quite like the second one. Um... But I feel like I, I I need to start playing more beta ups, and I've got um Tekken yeah. Seven as well. Yeah, seven, actually, yeah. I think uh, is either Tekken Seven or Soul Calibur Six might be my last one that I touched. No, there's just it's something about beta ups that I don't really play them that much. Yeah, because I I tend I tend to do the same. I I'll I'll buy them because I like them, and I'll go through like the single player stuff. Yeah. And then I'm always like hesitant to try online. Yeah, it's, I think like, I'm, I'm just sure I'm just gonna get my butt whooped. Yeah. Well, so. I went back and bought the reboot Mortal Kombat because they started having more of a story with it. So I think that's why. I went. Yeah. That's why I went. Why I went back. I don't know how much story is in ten and, and eleven. Oh, you got eleven ultimate as well. They added DLC story to it. Yeah. Well, I guess that that's yeah. gonna be the one I eventually get there. Anyway, anyhow, let's move on to Capcom continued. Yeah. One you're very much looking forward to. Very much. Resident Evil 4. Yes. The, 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 gritty, the gritty remake. The gritty reboot, <laughs> as it always happens. Um, mm, really looking forward to this. Um, so, I mean, this trailer pretty much showed off a lot more essentially past the village part of it. So you got to see a lot more of kind of um, what, what we're going to see in the castle yeah. uh, section and then what's going to be on the island section as well. Um, so what, what can I recall that, that I saw? Because it started being a bit of a blur. I was just like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> um, Looks as though they're keeping Leon as as quippy as he was in the the original, so I think that's good. I think I think a lot of people are kind of worried of, oh, what they've done with like two and three. They've kind of grounded a bit more. It's not as mm. you know not as slapstick as it kind of used to be. I think that I think this trailer kind of proved proved that they were still they're still keeping that kind of essence of the original in this one. Um, I think a. Big thing that I I noticed throughout this trailer was the character um, Luis Sierra. Mm. Now this this could very well be a spoiler for kind of the original Resident Evil Four. Um, but I mean the trailer's out, so I, I suppose I have to talk about it. Um, 
compared to the original, he seems to be living through more scenarios than I recall him he did. Um, I mean, a big one was the two El Gantes in the in the kind of lava pit that you see. Like Lewis is not originally in there, so to have him that far, I'm quite intrigued to see what they've done with his character. So, well, I'm presuming, I'm guessing they're doing basically what they did with the two and three remakes, is where they 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 changed bits up, didn't they? Yeah, they they want to just to surprise the, the actual story and, you know, yeah. So like, the people what... who knew the original games in and out, even though oh yeah, it, it'll surprises. feel fresh and stuff, won't it? So that yeah. that'll be good. So a couple, couple of, I won't say new enemies, but classic enemies that have been revamped, specifically the Last Plagueis. So there was one part where I don't think I'm, I'm going to like it in this one compared to the original. Because <laughs> the original, I don't think it was too bad to say that there is a evolution of one type of Plagueis that seems to actually be taking... Um, inspiration from a I suppose canned enemy type from from what they were going to do in Resident Evil 2 the original so there's a there's a basically there's a Las Plagas that essentially looks very spider-esque I should say mm-hmm. um that clamps on the back of a of a Ganado and um starts kind of controlling it through that way there was they, they were those kind of types of enemies in um in the original Resident Evil 4 but maybe not as reimagined of that type of creature as it used to be so um interest to see how that type of any works and then we got to see the others of the long um snake like that's come out of the head with a scythe on the end of it they can murder you um then another one with the massive I suppose mouth that's going to clamp down that doesn't look friendly um does I mean, anything was... look friendly in Resident Evil? I suppose not, no. <laughs> um, it does look as though as well I spotted a couple of things with Leon and Ashley of um, being infected with something. Um, it seems to be more prevalent in this version than it did in the original. So that could play in the story pretty cool. Um, I think some of the scenarios as well that we saw as well, being in the minecart, that looked quite fun. That's definitely that was upgraded that... from the original. As soon as I saw that um, bit, in my head, I immediately thought Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Which I love. <laughs> yeah, quite interesting. Uh, we saw a little bit of uh, Major Krauser, uh, who might be a bit reimagined. Oh, that's that's who that well. geezer was. Right. Yeah. The man in the beret. Um And he's, to be fair, when when so when he first meet Leon, uh, meets Leon in the original, it's this quite famous... QTE scenario that plays through where you've got to like basically like press the buttons and Leon will like parry or he might just get clipped by the knife and it was, it was quite over the top in the original but it seems like they've they've revamped this completely to so like, be like a proper I suppose like boss fight where you go like parry against him and, and have a fight of him so that could be quite interesting how that works I mean the, I think we saw some other stuff as well I think we finally got a first look at Sadler as well, who's the cult antagonist um, who's running the show. Um, although he seems to have his head seems to be a bit more mutated in the back than in, than in the original, so that's quite a difference. But 
I just I, I loved everything there. So this, um, I don't know if there's there's all that you picked out that caught an interest maybe. Uh, not really, but I never played the the original. No, but I, I ain't playing it. But yeah, to be to be honest, it, for a monster infested nightmare, it did actually look like jolly good fun. Hmm. It, it does look pretty good. Some of the scenarios that they put you in. It was the way they just advertised it because they mm. this for a Resident Evil trailer, it mm. seems surprisingly well. I don't want to say upbeat, but there's some interesting music in there <laughs> to make it a bit more yeah, lively. It did, it did seem quite action packed. Um, yeah. Which I suppose this is kind of where Resident Evil started turning the corner in terms of action and horror balancing that. Um, oh, something else that's part as well. The Oh, what are they called? Uh, there's an enemy type that seems they've confirmed they're returning. They're essentially like um, they've got their eyes sewn together and they've got this like Iron Maiden mask uh, in effect. Well, that sounds. They've cool. also they've also put on like massive like Wolverine type claws on them, so they're a bit frightening. Um, not something that you really want to mess around with. Um, although I think I saw in this one as well compared to the original, they've also like pulled their mouths back over so you can see their teeth. Grim. Mm. Um, I forgot what they're called. Oh, grim. Is... Hey. Grim. Uh, I don't think they're actually called Iron Maidens, but um, there's something else. Names slipping me now. But... but then at the end of the trailer, we got, I suppose, two announcements that I'm very much enjoying that, uh, that they've mentioned. Um, it looks like they're going to be bringing back the Mercenaries mod. I was wondering what that was because it just came up saying mercenaries, and I'm just like, what, what's, what's that? <laughs> what's <mean?"> that? <laughs> it's, uh, seems, so, it's random. Yeah, so that's like the uh, the time based um, wave mode. Oh yeah, right. it's in Resident Evil Village as well. But like, it first it was first in Resident Evil Three, and then I think it was populated in Resident Evil Four, where you had to like go against the time, kill as many enemies, get as high score as possible, and then you can lock like new levels or like perks and stuff for the carrots in the campaign stuff so that's cool and then we're going to get a special demo coming mm. soon and they want yeah, tell coming me. soon I'm like damn why can't you just say when because it's like a month from launch <laughs> yeah so it can't be too far can't be too far away then sure mm. do you think this will be like the, the demos for the previous game it's like, I imagine, uh, yeah, an it's, it, they, they seem to have gone popular with the whole here's 30 minutes oh, bitch, get yeah. as far as you can or 60 minutes as they eventually unlocked lay, lay down the line so um, but we'll see we'll see I'm definitely going to be all over the demo I kind of hope it'll be maybe the village section of it just like do that sort of part or maybe they do two parts because um, we could do so maybe like the village part of it if you get far into it Redo it again, but now you've got Ashley at night, so replay that kind of section, perhaps. So, but we'll see. Um, I'll definitely be over the demo once it comes out. Hmm. One to look forward to for you, I imagine. Now, now, then. maybe one for I suppose you to look forward to, maybe. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting trailer, this mm. or segment or whatever. So oh. we moved on to Suicide Squad, kill 
the Justice League. Yep. Rocksteady's next game. Yeah. So they started off by one of the developers explaining what the game really is. So it's a third-person action shooter set five years after Batman Arkham Knight. I believe that's right, isn't it? Yeah, if I recall. It's, it's, it's still saying the Arkhamverse. So. Yeah. Um, Which I already um, have, like, questions about immediately for a certain character they've yeah. well, I was said like, has come back. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I don't know. Probably shouldn't go into that for reasons, but... Mm. I saw the gameplay for this and I thought, oh, oh, is that what this game is? This really? D- d- did you did you like the look of this? I think I actually think this this is the trailer that's finally got me to to kind of say okay maybe really? this could be good. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's the the overall feel to it of like the traversal f- looks fun. I mean, there's a lot of shooting. This is gonna be an this is gonna be an interesting conversation because I think this is the one that's made me go, oh no. Really? Wow. Yeah. So what 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 did you find then? What? Well, it's interesting what you just said. Really, is that they did seem to be like an awful lot of shooting, and it feel it felt like all the characters were just doing the same thing. They were all flying around, hovering, mm. and firing weapons. I don't understand what, what they're doing here. You've got these great characters and their own unique styles. Mm. And they've made them all feel the same. I, <laughs> yeah, I suppose in a way. I mean I mean what I mean what we had was so I mean we've got Harley Quinn who seems to move about as your kind of I suppose as as close of a traditional Arkham feel as it possibly can be with the yes. you know the grappling hook getting around stuff and that. Um, I I felt like she specialised in certain different weapons herself. I think she was using like an SMG or pistols to a degree. Then you had um, you've got uh, Deadshot mm. who's who's hovering around um, the place. Uh, he seems to like his sniper rifles and assault rifle. Boomerang. I think Boomerang probably feels the more unique out of them because he seems movement based. It feels kind of like they've tried to make like a Flash kind of character. Yeah, is it supposed to? Th- is he throws? Well, he throws his boomerang and he teleports around, doesn't he? I think that's how his movement's based on it. Like you throw the boomerang and then you yes. teleport to it. Although I don't recall kind of what weapons he was really using. I think he was. Kind of shotgun. Shotgun. I don't get um, it. But then you, had, then you had King Use your Shark, mate. who was. It's like it's a jetpack, but he doesn't hover with it, does he? He moves very. I don't know. It's just. I don't know. They all just <laughs> felt. I, they just all felt the same to me. It was weird. Mm. I thought the idea of having these four characters would be the fact that they all feel different. Different. And then they just. Oh, it didn't feel that way to me. And it seemed like they weren't playing to the strengths. Mm. I, I thought there was, there was enough difference between them in, in like movement and how they seemed exactly. to play. I did, yeah. Every time they switched between each character, I just thought they were doing the same thing. Well, I mean, they were all shooting a purple weak point, so... <laughs> That's the thing. It, it was, there was a lot of shoot the glowy thing. There was. There was. Um, how 
fun that could be if it's a very repetitiveness repetitive mm-hmm. task I should say it could be it's just I find, I, find it's, I just find it slightly disappointing because you look at obviously the Arkham games and when you were Batman and that gliding mechanic that felt so good I, I don't cool. think any characters felt as who they should be as much as gliding as Batman and I don't. First of all, I don't feel like these characters should be able to do this sort of thing. All this hovering and flying around and all this sort of stuff. That's not kind of how I imagine they they would act. Uh, uh yeah, I suppose. I, I think the one that really sticks out to me the most is King Shark. So I'm just kind of like, did you really need a jetpack? You could just move quite Hulk-esque, I suppose. Because things I can. <sighs> I could understand why they might do it because you need to be able to traverse the environment if you're going to have this big city. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a and <laughs> if you're going to play, I mean, this is another thing, cooperatively, it's going to feel a bit duff if you have a character who has to remain at ground level and everyone else can fly around or anything. Hmm. So I can imagine why they've done that. But it's just, I mean, I, that's one thing. I don't even think the co-op thing should have been a thing. Quite well, if I maybe should be stuck as Single player? Yeah. And then you just have everyone as unique. So you can just switch between them when you feel like. But there's there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of questionable things about this. But then we we, we saw a bit of um, story-esque type stuff, stuff do it. So... Hmm. There's the... Uh, so the story, in essence, I think is Brainiac has corrupted the Justice League, isn't it? That's the gist of it. Yeah. And but we tend... put together the Suicide Squad as yes. like a... Well, as a last resort of like, we need you to save the world, basically. Yeah. <laughs> From the Justice League. So we saw a bit with the the Flash. Hmm. Who I have to say comes across as a very good villain. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he's he's very arrogant, and I, I think yeah. that kind of suits him. It's, it's very mm, Barry Allen esque. <laughs> then uh, Wonder Woman turned up. Yeah, yeah. She stops. Who was Flash from corrupted. doing? Hmm. That's an interesting choice. Stops Flash from crying at, I'm assuming, his signature tornado. Yeah. The Penguin turns up as an arms dealer. Well, I suppose someone's got an arm, arm squad, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we've got a character called Hack, who is a digital ghost that helps the squad. She seems new. I think she's new for... I, I don't recall anyone called that in the DC universe. Then we had a Toy Man. The toy Maker. I thought you said Toymer. No, oh, fair enough. No, the character is called Toymaker. Oh, but I thought they said Toy. I'm sure they oh, said Toy Man in the trailer. I might be wrong. It could, it could have been. Maybe that's just how Harley <laughs> speaks to. Him. Well, maybe. Um, and he, uh, he offers you gear. That's mm. that's another that's another thing we'll get onto. Yeah. And then we had a uh, Gizmo, who offers you like vehicle creations. That one I'm most intrigued about because I don't think we've seen any form yeah, of. But... Yeah, we didn't see yeah. any mode of transport, did we? So, would that come in later on? Or... It's the Batmobile. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Going in the Batwing. Bat-snowmobile. That'd be great. The Bat-snowmobile. <laughs> we'll bring that yeah. back. <laughs> and they said that um, the idea is that you chain combat moves together with the traversal, and it was designed to pull you around the environment. That's how they described the, the, That's, that how you play the game. That's a little... Uh... Sounds a little bit like Sunset Overdrive. You know, like the traversal and combi- yeah. combi- well, combining moves with that. 
I don't think they were grinding rails, though. But... That's unfortunate. Yeah. But then they went through saying that there's six core types of weapon families. So you had assault rifles, SMGs, sniper rifles, shotguns, miniguns, and pistols. And then this is the bit that it really started to go south for me. <laughs> we start well, talking me- about... The mention of... Uh... Gear score. Uh-huh. So you had power levels. And it, I'd say it just, it just lost me at this point. So you have, like... You unlock builds and ways to customise your character. And it just felt... Uh, come on. Uh... Stop. Uh, we're going into looter shooter stuff again. Well, it's similar to... Well, in fact, that's what, well, in fact, that is what it is. Nice, wasn't it? Practically the same thing. I, I, I might argue this might be worse. To be honest. Maybe. <laughs> but this, this is the interesting thing about... Um, you've got gear sets as well. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't really understand what the, what the one was saying in regards to this. But it says, like, you, you can get gear infused with the essence of the villain. And she mentioned something about Bane. Okay. Did you pick up on this? So they, I, must, so, I must have gone over this then. So it's like um, I, I don't even know how to describe it. So it's a weapon, and if you have the gear set for this weapon, right, it it sort of does something that's related to the character that it's supposed to portray. So oh, so it's meant to give it like special traits based on the villain. Yes. Yeah, so it okay. started. So it did the um. Oh, last track. What's what's the what's the liquidy Bane's of? Venom. Venom. That's it. It it like spurts that stuff out or something or the oh, enemies explode in a cloud of venom or something. Did they shoot out? It was They shoot out Tom Hardy's. I mean, I could I, see how it was odd. I didn't, how they could I didn't work get it. that? Like if they had like some. Uh, Penguiness, like maybe if you had like a grade launcher that shot penguins out, that'd be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. Um, Joker, he just pops out, cream. Yeah. <laughs> would be much useful, but it'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, there's Joker where you just shoot um, laughing gas at enemies and you just oh, get yeah. into like continuous laugh. That'd be. I can see uniqueness of it, but yeah, I think it wasn't explained. Greatly, yeah. I didn't understand what it was about it. Um, um, maybe Bane wasn't the best choice to yeah. use as an example. But they said that every weapon is upgradable. Okay. Makes but sense. I did notice because they did have screenshots of the menus, and oh boy, those menus! <laughs> All that percentage increases and decreases and levels and stuff and ah, uh, too much, man, too much. Too much. <laughs> just, just keep it simple. So as we've already established, it is a one to four co-op experience, but it has been designed to support solo play and up to three friends. So that oh, if that's you place... what one to four means. <laughs> well, yep, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> and if you are playing it single player, uh, bots will fill up fill up the other three members. Yeah, just, yeah. but you can switch between them, which is a positive at least. Oh, I'd like to think you could switch twin, otherwise it would be useless. Yeah. But I did read, read something interesting about this, is that this will be an always online game. Even uh, if you're playing... People hate that, don't they? Even if you're <laughs> they playing single player. 
it still needs to be. That's according to their FAQ on their website. Mm. I mean, I'm always online anyway, so it's not a bother to me, but I can see how it might be an issue if you buy a disc and say you don't have your PlayStation connected to the internet. Well, there's also things like servers just go down. You know? There's that as Things well. happen. Oh, what if they start moving away from the game as well in about five years' time? Oh, going to shut the servers now. Yeah, exactly. Um, they did say there will be uh, long-standing support for the game post-launch, which will include new playable characters, new weapons, and new missions. But I believe they will be free. I think. Okay. I think. But there's also going to be a battle pass. Battle pass. We love our battle passes. So there will be a noble one and a premium one, I believe, which you will pay for. But oh, of it's mm. only cosmetics, they say. For now, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But they they've said it's cosmetics only. So we'll Do you give remember them a the time when you used to be able to unlock cosmetics in game. Yeah, just by playing the game. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, I did. I did. I actually did see. Um, I think there's a pre-order bonus as well that is showing off. Um, each character has their like, I suppose, you, what are you, how you'd call it is their classic look. Oh yes. yes. So you know Harley Quinn in a, well Harley Quinn, uh, outfit. Um, I think Captain Boomerang was in his like. Um, he's got the one where it's like a beanie. He's got like a, in a full like, I don't know, like a onesie with boomerangs all over it. Yeah. Um, I have to say I did like I did, I did like King Shark in the Superman costume. Oh, that looked funny, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was good. Isn't that like that. Um, I feel like I remember seeing Harley Quinn in a in a, a different costume as well. That were, it was like know, a it was like a jail outfit, wasn't it? No, the, the, Black there was the jail Frank. one. I remember that one. There was a. Um, she was in another one that I think she was cosplaying as like another character as well. I can't remember what it was though. Might have been Wonder Woman. I think she might have been had like a Wonder oh, Woman. Oh, somewhat, yes. Yes, no. I think it was. Yes. Um, was, yeah. Oh, quite funny. Someone was in Wonder Woman, but I don't think it was any of the other three <laughs> because they're men. Oh, sexist. So. Uh, <laughs> King Shark as Wonder Woman. That'd be brilliant. So. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm... From the look of the gameplay, and at least the story, the I story like might save it. The story um, might save it in my view. I think what we kind of missed in that story bit as well was that I think they were um, they were shooting down the Brainiac cannons to get Lex yeah. three, I think, and then they got him, and then the Flash turns up. It's like, well, what are you going to do with him? Like, come on, I just hand him over. Um, I did, I did like that bit though when um. He's obviously tied with the rope of... Oh, I forgot. The Lasso of Truth. Lasso of Truth, yeah. I was trying to remember the blind name that I think they sometimes give it. Where, like, one of them was just like, tell me tell me why he's due. And he's just like, you need to kill us. Oh, jeez, okay. Well, I kind of well, get that, because it's called Kill the Justice League, so I can't imagine... Well, I suppose, yeah, you would actually be killing certain members of the Justice League. I that makes sense to me, but... I would like to see... I've not seen much from Green Lantern. I would like to see what his part of the... Yeah, he kind of just... Game is. Like, there were like odd moments where they kept showing him, but 
it wasn't part of any of the story bits were no true. I mean you can you see I think we've got I mean Superman's been a, a menace yeah. everywhere I suppose um obviously I think Flash is I, I'm assuming Flash has been built as like the first one you take down it I would seems imagine so. like it because you've seen the most of them Batman is going to be the most interesting one in how they, they tackle his story in this. Yeah, it's curious. About talking too much about, about his story, I suppose. Curious. Because I'm assuming curious his, his, they've... I think from what I've seen from the previous trailer, they've kind of recreated Arkham in Metropolis, kind of. Okay. Or maybe, maybe somehow end up going back to Arkham for reasons. They are neighbouring cities, apparently. I wonder what new characters they would add as well. Like, who else would you have from Peacemaker? That'd be funny. Get John Cena in. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think I would, I would like like a little demo. I think, just to give you a feel of the gameplay. Because I feel like maybe it's one of those that you have to play it to get a feel for it. I'm I'm just getting Avengers Square Square Enix no, Square Enix Crystal no, Dynamics no. flashbacks Stop again. That. No, it it's didn't just, cost that much. It's just it's not uh, gonna bang roots for steady. I, I don't know. I've just come away very disappointed. I can't put my finger on it, but there's just something about it that just doesn't sit right with me. Okay. It just looks a bit too frenetic. Oh, it's certainly that. And um. I'm sure it's going to have its fun in there, but it's just not what I want or expect from Rockstar. Rockstar? Rocksteady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get the right rock. Uh, yeah. Rock yeah. in here. Funny enough, both British. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought this trailer, for me, started to turn around on um, just gameplay start side of it. There is going to be, I mean, the whole RPG stuff is is what it is, I suppose. It's like, if you just compare this with the Arkham games, it's just like apples and oranges. It's just so different. In like, I, I, don't, I don't just mean like in terms of thematically, like light and dark, because obviously this is a lot lighter than, you know, the Arkham games. Yeah, it's got but just, color, just, But I just mean as the concept of a game, it's just wildly different. Mm, and I just... I, I don't want that from... Yeah, yeah. I do wonder how much influence Warner Brothers has had on this. Like, That's my thought. Yeah. Could it be... Could it be... Did this game originally be a lot different than what it was? I think it still would have been co-op, but maybe more melee than shooting, perhaps yeah. less of the RPG side. That's stuff. been... Is it eight years? Since night came out, has it? Could have been chopping and changing ideas over that period. Wow, has it been that long? Wow, I think so. But, yeah, I, st- I still think Arkham Knight is a brilliant, a, a beautiful game to look at graphically. Oh yeah, very good game. Even compared to some games nowadays, like give give me a give me a pour well, of that. Get get it rezzed up. <laughs> well, unless you played on PC. <laughs> well, I, remember, I remember the PC mm, had uh, yeah. some issues, didn't it? Eventually got fixed. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. I'm just I'm a bit downhearted about it. Oh dear. But you sound more positive. Uh, I like to try and be at least a bit 
optimistic as possible. The thing is, <laughs> I, I know I'll, I'll end up getting it. I just know I will. Just, I, thought I, just... said, I, I thought I would be like that on Gotham Knights, and I'm still not going to. Things, if the thing that saved it for me is is it's because it's of what it is, because it's it's these characters. If this yeah, was yeah. if this was another looter shooter, reskinned with I don't know some other random thing that I'm not interested, mm. in, I I wouldn't touch it with a barge ball. Mm. But because it's Justice League, and this DC I, I universe, think, I think as well I've 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 got a lot of faith in Rocksteady. This is the thing I want to I want to believe that. <laughs> but then I've seen this. It's like I, I have I have I have faith in Rocksteady. I don't have faith in Warner Brothers because I think they've put them up to this. True. Yeah. Yeah. I do think you always hear stories it's, about it's, it's it's the Crystal Dynamics about, thing. The Crystal yeah. Dynamics are a good studio, but they were pushed into doing that by Square Enix. Yeah. Square Enix really like mishandled them. Yeah. Even though I think I argue Avengers had it just be the the campaign that's it, or maybe a bit of co-op stuff. I actually think there is a good game there. Well, well, that might be the same. Well, this is the thing. It might be the story is great, but could be the rest of it might. Story is great. Gameplay could be great, Fumble. but you know the live service side of it. Is... I think, I think, I think you looked at like you saw what you had these great characters in Marvel, and then they did that with it, <laughs> and you think, oh, DC, they're not, they're not going to do that with this, <laughs> and then. Oh look, they've done pretty much the exact same thing, which I find well, staggering. Mm. I just find staggering. I don't think this is quite as egregious as Avengers. I don't think it was as um, obvious. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I'm I'm well, going to be waiting. For, out, I'm we? going to be waiting for reviews on that one. Well, you'll be waiting on the 26th of May for them. So. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be an embargo on that. If there is, I would get very <laughs> worried. Yeah. I know sometimes embargoes do go up to the day, and then it's actually it's fine. Sometimes it's normal, but whenever it's a game, you like you're always you're a little cautious on, and then they say, "Oh, the embargo's on the day." And you're like, oh, "Okay." If there's an embargo, I don't understand why anyone would buy it beforehand. <laughs> you got any other thoughts on it? No, I, I think, like I said, I think that this was the trailer that's kind of convinced me with it, with how it looks. Um, story-wise, looks like it could be going somewhere pretty good. You know, always wanted to kill the Justice League, so. <laughs> so, if you get it, would you, how are you going to play it? Are you going to play it solo or are you going to play it with someone? Um, I would probably play it solo unless I knew someone else had it, and then I would I'd ask you know, if, if you want to go for it. Co-op. I think um, I'd play it solo maybe because I, so I, could, I could have more of a story focus on it. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best way of doing it. Like start single player, maybe go for it, and then if you want to go for it, camp, yeah, you know, co-op. Because I, I would imagine there'll be trophies tied to co-op stuff. That's the PlayStation State of Play. Yep, the first one of 2023. Let's hope more follows. Well, it's, it's probably going to be a silly question, but what's your pick of it? I don't know. I mean, there's two obvious ones. I'm like, can I just want to kick, pick both if I could? Um, I think I think I'll go with Resident Evil 4 just because it is sooner, so yeah. I will be getting my hands on it a lot sooner, um, and just hopefully enjoy a remake of 
one of my favourite games of all time. They don't look good. Uh, I'm going to go with Humanita. Because I just mm. think it looks weirdly cool. I'll give you that. I think, I think after those two, I think Humanity is probably like my third one. Just out of how strange it looks. Actually, <laughs> right, we'll move on to other news then. Yeah, let's let's move on. Let's talk about Microsoft and Nintendo. Because they've done something very interesting. Again. Well, this is quite interesting, really, isn't it? What What's happened here? Mm. So I'm just going to read the statement as is, because mm-hmm. it's pretty self-explanatory. And this yeah. was posted by Brad Smith, the vice chair and president at Microsoft. It says this, Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox, with full feature and content parity so they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation games enjoy Call of Duty. We are committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms, bringing more choice to more players and more competition to the gaming market. Hmm. Mm. Now, let's just read between the lines here. This is clearly just an effort to push the Activision deal through, isn't it? (laughs) What else would you expect? (laughs) Nothing more. That's all it is. Because this is just making me think, because there was that talk, wasn't there, where um, behind the scenes, my uh, Xbox had said to PlayStation, we can do this 10-year deal, weren't there? And then there was chat, all this hoo-ha about, oh, is, that's that's not good enough, weren't there? Mm, yeah, yeah. And now this is basically Xbox just going to back Nintendo and going, hey, look, they, they've they signed it. Why, why, don't, why don't you do it? That's what I'm getting. Say, oh, why not? Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on all this? Just, it's getting a bit... Um, it's all very handbags, I think, the way all this is going there. Yeah, I think... I think this this I think this is just a case of Microsoft essentially... I mean, it's good for Nintendo. <laughs> showing, showing, hey, look, you know... We know... We can work most, with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, we, we will, you know, um, dedicate this, this one franchise to other platforms and ensure that you know it's you know everyone can enjoy this one thing that seems to be causing the the hiccup in in the deal so i don't know i, I don't know what else uh, microsoft can really do to kind of convince i don't think they can <laughs> i don't yeah. think there's anything they could do to convince playstation otherwise because i think it's... that's i think that's kind of it, isn't it no I'll, I'll i say that i think i heard as well there was two other competitors they were like this deal no bad apparently yeah. i don't know who they were but that's that's kind of what's come out recently as well that um was it, i think it was the ftc had, had spoken to yeah um basically quite a few companies about what their thoughts were i think there was some i think they were like be fine yeah you just don't care and then you go like PlayStation, like, no, stop! <laughs> Not my precious Call of Duty. <laughs> um, it's getting tiresome, though, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just bored of it. It's like, right, just put it through or done, and let's move on. Yeah. But in the meantime, can we, can we kick Bobby out at least? Yeah, just, let's just, just get rid of that. Get rid of him. I'll be happy. I don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll be happy if they don't get it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a bit of confusion because this, this Brad Smith guy. 
who posted this because Brad. This 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 comment was like a, a photo attached to his tweet. Oh yeah. So that was the official comments. Official. But in the actual but the actual tweet he said mm. it made it sound like it was just Xbox games in general. Whereas this only mentions Call of Duty. It seems like, so bit, hasn't it? Like I've I've seen. I'm a bit confused. Um, I've, I think I've, I think everywhere that's reported on it has, has specifically said this is Xbox games and not just Call of Duty. So I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> is it, is it going to be more than Call of Duty? Because I mean, the, the uh, Microsoft has put a few of their games on um, Nintendo platforms. Like you've got well, the Orion. Well, I mean, there's Bethesda, um, there's the Ori series that was exclusive to um, Xbox at one point. I know they gave Nintendo permission to put um, Banjo-Kazooie into um, Smash Bros. So they've got a, clearly a good working relationship between both companies. Hmm. I think it's just now down to kind of like, what are, what are Sony going to say or do? Can't, can't they just work together? <laughs> In an ideal world, we'd love that, but we don't live in an ideal world. I'd love to see Nip and Drake and Call of Duty. <laughs> just, just give up the ghost, Sony. Just move on. It's clearly going to go ahead anyway. You might just, well just, just, just take the loss. I mean, you're yeah. you're, you're doing well without it. Yeah, take the L. Move on. You'll be fine. Like you know, nothing's going to touch The Last of Us as a TV series. It's like just just sign this ten year deal. Get get Call of Duty for ten years at least. I know. Like they're, they're doing everything in their power to be like, look, we're not going to do anything with Call of Duty. It's going to be on your platforms. It's going to be on PS Plus. You can have all of this stuff. Here's 10 years. No! <laughs> and they just wanted a lifetime guarantee to have Call of Duty. This sounds like it, doesn't it? They're <laughs> yeah. like, you will That's never take Call of Duty away from us. You, yeah. you will not do this. <laughs> I just get your own but, Call of Duty. You had kills on. But I also find it interesting that you know they've done this um, ten-year legal agreement, even though Microsoft don't own them yet. I would say yeah, <laughs> that's that's a strange thing as well. It's like we will put Call of Duty on your thing for definite. All Once right, what if it, it doesn't go through? Uh, it's legal binding. Activision, yeah. do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You do it, Activision. Now we're gonna take you to court because you've not provided it. Curious. I just want it to be over and done with at this point. Yeah, it's rumbling on too long now. The thing is, I think we've done for ages. It's going to happen. Well, it's got to end it, surely. The very thought of it not happening does slightly amuse me. It gives you like a little, like, little glee, doesn't it? Like, hey, hey. Like the thing is, if it doesn't go ahead, I think the relationship between Sony and Microsoft will be dead. That it never recover. Should you remember when they were working on cloud gaming together at one point? Yeah, yeah. that's that's going to go in the bin. Okay, shall we move on to what we're currently playing? Yeah, let's do it. Shall I begin? Go on then, you can begin this time. Okay. So, a um, bit of a catch-up on the stuff I've already been playing, really. For So, mm-hmm. as I mentioned on the last episode, uh, my brother and I, we played We Were Here Forever. Oh, so we yes. Got, so, we got a bit further on that. So, we've just gone through the treachery of the snow. Yes. We got into to the courtyard, and then we mm. had to um, fiddle about with putting dolls' heads on. Not creepy at all. Yes, you might be at the the place that I was talking about last time. You, you got like yes. a line of 
Um, so we did that. Seats, and, isn't it? Yeah, so, well, that, we had to do that puzzle first, but then, yes, we went inside, and then we had to do, um, it's like a church pews, like loads of seats, and then you have to Something like that, yeah. put a bunch of dolls onto them in a certain order. Mm. Did take a bit of time, but we worked that out in the end. Oh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> it's, it's like occasionally, sometimes it just tweaks and does it, eventually. But, well, though, I think we got a lot of them we were convinced we got certain ones right. Mm. And then I think the ones we weren't sure about, we just started <laughs> messing them about, just moving them about. Until eventually, yeah, until eventually, it sounded like something worked. Yeah. Oh, good, good. So yeah, so we managed to do that. I think overall, it probably did take about like 30, 40 minutes to do that then. Yeah, it, it, took, it, took, it took me and my friend about how much. Yeah, because then you've got to do the, um, the organ thing, haven't you? Mm, the music yeah. thing. Which actually wasn't that difficult, but um, no. But then we've done. We just gone to the bit after that is where you're going across all these bridges. I think. Oh, actually, no, no, sorry. You go because you can choose actually where you want to go, can't you? At this point. I think so. Yeah. So you go outside and then you go down a, a lift thing, and then you end up like this massive court area. Oh yeah, I think I know where you are. And you yeah. can go where you want. So we decided to go left first. Okay. Is it Rockbury? I think it was called. I think that's the area. So we've gone down there. So we go to on some like ski lift thing for mm. ages. <laughs> it was an interesting ride. <laughs> just it, it sat just there. took a while, yeah. Yeah, just sat there, just looking at the night sky. But yeah. So we've just got there now, and we just went through all these bridges bits. And then we went down a zip wire after we'd done that bit. And I think the next bit is we've got to fiddle about with some mirrors with some lights. Yeah, yeah. That Not that done that. A little time. Not done that, but that's that's where we are now. That's fun. Okay. So I did I did manage to go into the, that room where the uh, the mirrors are, and there's like 12 mirrors, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, you, you've got to place them in a certain order to mm. uh, bounce the light around. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I imagine that would be the case. Because I noticed my brother was above me. He was on the the grate above me. Yeah, I and think... I, was at the uh, door. I think what he can do, I think he can... Um, I think he can guide you through... Uh, there's, uh, there's essentially like a picture you've got to make out with these mirrors. Right. Okay, well... So you'll, you'll find it once you get through it. But yeah, that's where we are. Still enjoying it. So we'll see where that goes. Nice. But I did play another thing last time I mentioned, and that was Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. Yes. yes. So I did say last time that I was a bit worried that it might become a bit repetitive. But well, it turns out it's not exactly a massively long game anyway. And ah. I didn't really experience that problem. Okay. And I've completed it. Oh, very nice. So, you come across a bunch of interesting characters, as you know, as I mentioned last time, with diverse personalities. Mm-hmm. And the main aim is to convince them all to return to this town of Snacksburg, that yeah. I mentioned. And when you do, it sort of unlocks side quests for them as well, so you can go and help them out, things like that. Turns out that actually plays a part in the ending. I read afterwards. It's just oh. fortunate. It's fortunate that I did that. Oh. Um, they've got. They've even got like a couple of boss battles in there. There's like three or four boss battles. 
Wow, and I thought I'd kind of against, give them against the legend, legendary bug snacks, which does shake up the usual like place your trap, catch this thing. Yeah. For example, there was this, there was a massive, um, like massive flying sushi roll thing. And so you, had to, you had to capture it by like putting tripwires up between poles and things like that. That was interesting. And then there was um, a flying pizza that was shaped like a moth. And you had to try and cut it with massive pizza cutters. But there you go. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> now, actually catching some of the, the regular bug sacks can take a bit of brain power, actually. I found. Yeah. So you might have to utilize that more than one piece of equipment to catch a certain bug snacks. So, for instance, you might see you get this. This is about six pieces of equipment that you have. So you might have to put like a launch pad down, and then you put your trap on the launch pad, and then you have to. Oh, interesting. Launch the launch pad, obviously. Mm. Fling the trap in the air. Fling the trap. And then switch the trap, and then close it. Try and capture the book stacks that's flying in the air and that kind of thing. It's all about timing and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it, it can be a bit trial and error like sometimes. Um, no, it's, it's, it's good. It makes it's uses your head a bit more. I do quite mm. like that. But then there are other book stacks where, for example, they're covered in ice, and if you just go pick it up, you just freeze. Oh, so nice. you can't pick them up. So what you have to do is you have to sort of like encourage other bug snacks to like attack it. So for instance, so there's another bug snacks which is on fire. Mm. And if you say cover the one in ice with chocolate, then the the one that's on fire will come and attack it, which will obviously melt the ice, mm. and then you can claim it. And then obviously there's for the one that's on fire, you might have to get it somewhere where it can be doused in water. To then clap. Uh, mm. So it's that sort of thing, because, you know, it's not the usual just put this down, capture it, which mm. there are some like that. But in the town of Snacksburg, you also get your own house. You get a hut. Ooh. That the, nice. Yes, that the population give you. And as you're going through the game and you're doing side quests and side missions, you actually unlock items and, like, decorations. So you can, mm. you can just decorate your house to however you see fit. So I've got a nice um, sports-based wallpaper. I've got a climbing <laughs> frame outside, oh, a yeah. basketball hoop, Ooh. a deck chair. Oh, God, with a deck chair. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's just a nice little side. They don't really do much. The only thing is that you really use is the bed. So in each area, there's like a bed, and you can sleep to certain times of the day. And that's because only certain bugs snacks appear at certain times of the day. Certain time, yeah. So that's the use for that. Okay. Now, you also, so you have the main story, the side quests, but then you also got these mail missions. So your hut has a mailbox. Right. And every now and again, you will get mail from these other characters, assuming mm-hmm. you've brought them back to Snacksburg. Yeah. And throughout the game, I thought I'd done a lot of these because I, I tried to do them every possible opportunity I could. Yeah. So I had to look on the internet to see how many male how many of these male missions there were. Uh-huh. And there was a hundred and ten. Okay. Oh. And as I say, I thought I'd done a lot. 
and then I counted the ones I'd done. I'd done 48. So I'm like, I'm not even wow. halfway. Wow. Like, okay. So I'm like, I, I got to the point where I just, I couldn't be bothered to carry on doing. Because <laughs> they weren't, some, some of them were like, oh, go and catch all the bug snacks in this area. Okay. And I was just like, I just, I can't really be bothered. Although, I, the thing is, you know, I mentioned um, the last time, you've got the Bookopedia. So basically that's the, showing the collection of all the book snacks that you can get. I'm sure it's the ones that are ticked are the ones you've captured at some mm. point. But I've, I, there's ones where I've captured them all, but it's not registered as me having completed that, that mail mission, even though I'm sure I've done them all. So that's, well, I guess it's bugged, but um. there we go. But I, yeah, so I ended up calling it a day there. I just decided I'm not going to bother because I was tempted to think, oh, maybe I should go for the platinum. I've done, I've done the main story. I've done the side quests. I've got far with the mail missions until I realised I'd not even done half of them. And then I said, right. So I, I just called it there. But it was enjoyable. You know, it was. I think it was better than I expected it okay. to be. It's quirky, unique. And I like games that are just a bit different. Mm. Um, but I do remember the, they released a DLC for it, didn't they? For the, the Isle of Big Snacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I recall that. So maybe I'll try that at some point. Although it did say that um, the way you get to that is in the main game. It's not like a separate thing, I don't think. But I don't remember okay. noticing anything related to that in the game when I was playing it. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe I just completely missed that bit. <laughs> Could be. Maybe, maybe I'll try that. But I played one other thing. So with PSVR 2 just mm-hmm. launching, I've not bought one because I'm not made of money and there's not a huge library of games for it at the moment anyway. Um, but, however, I did discover the other night that there's a free PS5 upgrade for Job Simulator and Vacation Simulator. So oh, it may be a case of, so would he take my money? Oh. So yeah, yeah. That is very tempting. But until then, though, I decided it's probably time to dust off the old PSVR. Because I've got it solid collected to my PS4, as I mentioned it before. Yeah. Which is very convenient. I recommend that. So I delved into the backlog of my VR games, which yeah. I bought many moons ago. <laughs> and I think, I think over the coming weeks, I'm going to keep dipping into these. But I jumped into a game series, which I was already a big fan of. And I think you're familiar with this as well. And that's the series called The Room. Yes, yes. I know that one. Mm. Mm. So for those unfamiliar, uh, The Room are a series of mobile games where you interact and try to solve puzzles and mechanisms on like mysterious boxes. Yeah. And as the series went on, they sort of grew in scope. And there's like three or four of them, weren't there, I think? I believe so. Yeah. So Fireproof Games, the developers... Uh, I've then released a VR version of the room called The Room VR, A Dark Matter. Mm. So this is a completely fresh game. It's not like a like skin. A, a it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, not, it's, it's not like a 3D uh, VR port. <laughs> um, so the game is set in the early 1900s, and you play a detective who is investigating the disappearance of a professor of Egyptology. And the investigation leads you to the British Institute of Archaeology in London, 
and there you try to uncover what has transpired, basically. Mm. So very much like the Bobar game, you have these mysterious boxes and mechanisms, and you have to unlock and solve to progress. But here, you obviously, you're in these large areas, because you're in PR now. Yeah. So, for example, um, the second level there, I'm in like a large storage warehouse at this archaeological institute thing. So you've got these like these huge Egyptian statues looming over you and things like that. Oh. It's really quite cool. And like in these areas, you now have like a series of stations, for lack of a better term. So these are like parts of the area where you can go yeah. and step, basically. And they're all connected to the overall puzzle. Mm. So if you know anything about the previous games, is that you gain this special eyepiece, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. And that allows you to see into like an alternate view of the world, so to speak. Like, like imagine having the concept of like a third eye, mm. or it sort of like tints the world into a dark green, and it allows you to see, to see like symbols and markings that aid you to solve the puzzles. Yeah. And like, like imagine, like if you use the UV light in the dark and things like that. Mm. But I have to say, it's a bit creepy when you when you put it on. It really is when you're in VR. Oh yeah. Particularly <laughs> when you're in the first bit, because I'm I think I'm only like halfway through. I think there's only like four levels in total, but I'm guessing. I'm not sure. But um, the first bit's in your office, in your detective office. And the first time I put the the eyepiece on, I just noticed there were all these footprints on the floor. Which just unnerved me completely. <laughs> so I thought, oh, there's someone in here with me. But yeah, but there, there weren't. But um, in terms of its controls, you use you know the move controls, mm-hmm. and each one is obviously your hands. Yeah. And you interact with the item by, like, obviously pointing at it and pressing the trigger to grab it or move it or whatever. And the movement, the type of movement is you know this teleportation method. So basically, you point, you hold the PS Move button, mm. you'll point at one of the stations, and then you release, and then you just teleport there. But what I do like is it's got this um, rotation ability. So if you press either Circle or X, you'll just turn left or right. So sometimes you might be stood at a station, and like the bit you need to be looking at is there, like to your left. So instead of having to keep going like that, you can just. Yeah, you, just, just, you can just move and just turn, which just makes it, you know, traversing the environment really interesting. Well, not interesting, but simple. Yeah. And you can also play it sitting down if you want, although I played it standing up. I don't know why I felt more enthralled standing up, like, more in it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, th- I think the Room series are probably one of my favourite mobile games of all time, and I don't really mm. like mobile games, to be quite honest. No. Because, well, mainly due to their predatory nature. Um. But these games have always been like pay one fee and then you get a few hours of great experience, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And that's what this is basically. But it, it puts you in that world and this just takes it to a whole new level. It's it's fantastic. Like, oh, very nice. I would highly recommend it if you've if you want to pull out your VR again. I honestly don't remember uh, where I put my VR. <laughs> I'm finding that. Because the, the thing is, I'm, 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 I'm finding that there's a lot of experiences that I've probably missed out on, which was so so good. I mean, this you know this completely passed me by because I just didn't couldn't be bothered to set up the VR when I could have had like how many other experiences have I missed out? Well, I'm gonna find out over the, over the coming months. Sounds like you're gonna find out. So. Yeah, 
but no, this, for to get back on VR and to choose this to play first, mm. good choice. Really enjoy it. Really okay. enjoy it. But I suspect it's not going to be a long experience because, as I say, I think it's four levels, judging by what I've seen in the game. Yeah. But no, that's great. Highly recommend it. I don't think it was that expensive either. Hopefully I'll finish that by the next time we speak. So go on. What have I played? What have I played? Right, so... um, Really a lot of this is going to be retreading uh, previous steps from from previous uh, podcasts. So um, first thing I'll talk about is uh, still going... Well, I say still going through going through um, Horizon Forbidden West. You're not completely that So, yet. well, hey. my choice of words probably wasn't the greatest that I selected daily. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I've gone through this. Um, can't remember why I left, I, I left off last time, but basically I, I finally um, managed to get the... Um, I think you just said you collected the third AI, I think. Yes, I so, think it was. Yeah, and we're going to go through the um, trying to trap the fourth one in effect. Hmm. The um, I forget what uh, I forget what the, that one was called. Um, that one. I know it begins with H. So, um, but anyway, um, go through that. Um, also managed to pick up the uh, ability to um, tame well, tame a uh, sunbird. I think it is. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yes, I think. Yeah, I, I was getting mixed up because I know there's also like a storm, storm bird. Yeah, the storm the, bird. The bigger, yeah, the bigger one. So yeah, so I got that. Went through, uh, went through the story. Um, that's really cool. Though. That. that for that first moment again, it's really, really exciting actually. When once you finally get that moment, and then when you first fly. I loved it. I was like, I started just like flying everywhere and just trying to uncover more of the map that I could. Yeah, because there's certain bits you can't get to. Yeah. So there's that, and then um, um, Far Zenith had come in, forwarded your plans, um, took Bear again, did some other stuff that I don't really want to try and spoil too much, but obviously other things happen. Yeah. Um, and then just just carried on going through it. I was like, right, I'm just gonna blast through the, through the main story at this point, see if I can get through to it. Um, you get to the point where um, you stop uh, Silas's army from being, um, I guess, Hecatos. Hecatos. I forget, I forget the character's name. Is still a little blurry to me. I kind of wish I'd written it down. But essentially, there's like one tribe another tribe you help that tribe stop them yeah and then you decide whether you want to um have mercy on that leader or or, or just say screw you i'm gonna murder you now um actually i, I had mercy with them because i thought uh, recruit you might end up recruiting them in and then they'll be helpful sort of maybe towards the end and stuff Although I actually think maybe it was purely just kind of for cutscene stuff because they still yeah. end up, they have like a, a warrior's death by getting crushed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's very yeah. honourable. Um, so yeah, stormed uh, Farzine of Space, 
the help of well, all, all the people that you crew, Silas and um, Tilda. Get through, you have a fight um, with, with that guy that is, thinks he's a mole, um, but isn't really. I actually thought that fight was a lot easier than it should have been. I don't, I, I don't know how you handled that fight, but I essentially could just kind of kept kept my distance from him, and then just taking like slow mo pot shots at his helmet until it came off. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and then like headshots were, were pretty easy to land on, so he he died pretty quickly. Went through, got got to the top of the tower, rescued Bear, and then the I suppose the the obvious betrayal that was coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from, t- from Tilda it was like well that seemed to yeah. um, came through she obviously reveals more of essentially what's been going on that this this kind of I suppose virus has been chasing them around um, and was like the real thing uh, that destroyed their planet um, and essentially followed them in is going to destroy them if they don't essentially bugger off and like she tries to recruit you and you're like, no, you're an idiot, I'm gonna fight you now. So, um that fight was quite interesting. Um maybe maybe a little easier for like a final boss fight. I always expect final boss fights to be like the most difficult one, but they never Yeah. They never tend to be nowadays. I don't know why. So go through that and then pretty much just play the game. Um I, there was an interesting. Uh, I did like that interesting twist that like the, the whole virus thing that was falling around was actually the failed clones of the Zenith that they tried locking up, but like they essentially just went mental, basically being locked up and go out and was like, right, we're just gonna kill everything. So um, I'm intrigued where a sequel will go because I, I feel like there's gonna be some sort of involvement with the like space or or something i don't don't know i don't know how far i want them to go leaning into that kind of stuff because i kind of like the whole grounded aspect of it where it was like oh you know earth tried to rebuild something wrong this is how earth is now you need to try and essentially build it from scratch yeah um but the involvement of like the zeniths and all this space stuff. I, I, I don't know if I like it. Yeah, it definitely took a turn, didn't it? It's, it's de- yeah, it's definitely like swerved to like what you th- thought the, the story would continue to be. But no, I, I'll, I'll say I, I absolutely love this game. Um, I think it's a a worthy sequel to the original. I think it improves on a lot of things that the original did. You know, story-wise, things is much grander in scope. Although, again, like I think it's 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 gone away from what happened to Earth and oh my god what's happened in this space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I kind of I kind of wish it was a little bit more kept to ground and stuff of like finding out more about what happened, you know, like two hundred plus years ago and you know I love the stories with like Ted Farrow and <laughs> that guy. Being a, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish there was a little bit more on that, but we'll, we'll see. I've, I've got faith in what they could do next. Um, I just like the quality of life improvements that the game provided. Yeah, like the looting. It's like to be fair, if you don't turn it on in the settings, then it does get a bit 
an item. Once a spot in the sense you can quickly, you know, have to go into oh, an yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, thank Christ. But I mean, um, like, because it's that box and all that, isn't it? Which is a lot better. Oh, easily much better. I hated being full and having to, like, dump all my stuff in all the time. Yeah. Um, so that was brilliant. Loved the upgrades to all the weapons and stuff. I've not done everything in collecting all the weapons. Um, but the ones that I've got, I've, I've loved using. Um, I think the new addition, uh, additions to the machines were really nice. Um, that, like, slaughter spine is brutal to fight against. Mm. Like, I thought the Thunder Joe on the original was quite, quite a challenge, but then <laughs> whip Jurassic Park 3 out and, uh, yeah. <laughs> replay yeah. that thing. I would, what, what I would lo- love to have seen more is almost like have the machines fight each other. I would love to see that being more incorporated. I know you can obviously. Yes, yeah, so there's a bit more naturalist um, about it. Yeah, I, I know you can like obviously override them. You can have them fight by your side, but I like. I never it's see just... any of the big ones really fight each other. I'd love yeah. to see something like that. You think that'd happen, wouldn't you? Naturally. If these are supposed to be AIs. Yeah, like or, you've got you know. stuff like obviously you've got the slower spine could. Fight the Thunder Joy, you've got, you know, the Dreadwing could find, you know, the Stormbird. Mm. Um, so that would be cool. Um, but no, I really love this game. And pretty much like the original, how I did, I've ended up playing on it. Hey! So I got through that. Um, funny enough, the last achievement I got was um, being the two different um, players in. Um, Oh, that machine strike! Yeah, I could. That was infuriating. I, 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 I hated playing that. that. I couldn't get my head around that at all. No, there's there some stuff that was just like, what? I, what? So I just end up like buying some of the higher priced um, pieces that you can get. It's like, right, I'm just gonna whack down my thunder draw. See how you yeah. do that. So, um, no, absolutely loved it. Um, I will say that the, the, I did come across a funny glitch where well two funny glitches actually that I came across that I sent to you and Nathan in video form. Um I think the first one was I was doing I think it was the third race um was around the snowy mountains and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And I, I got to a point where I got I got stuck on the wall or something and I like one of the riders came in and said you shoved me through the wall and I just I fell through the map. Like, <laughs> Dirty tactics. On? Yeah, I was like, what? what is this? What's happened here? Um, I had to restart that race again. Um, and the other one that I, that I was for was funny. It was like, I was doing one of the side stories where you end up having to get these armor pieces um, on top of the mountain. You end up having to fight one of the stormbirds. I think I got like, I got its health down to halfway. And it, 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 it I think it, it took off at some point. It jumped back up. And I shot his tail, and for whatever reason, it, it turned the like turbo boost on when it did that because it flew straight through the mountain wall, and then got stuck. Uh, and yeah. it was like I needed to kill it to like get this last armor piece, and it yeah. was stuck in the wall. I was like, I saw, I saw you can't w- do anything. <laughs> I saw you wet the scanner on to see where it was. I went, yeah, I wet the scanner. I was like, where did it go? <laughs> Initially, I was just like, where's it gone? I, I, I could just feel the uh, confusion. <laughs> Oh, I, was, I, was I, like, I was like waiting for it because I thought it it flown up in the air because I started looking up. I was like, all right, I've got to wait for it to do its crashing thing. And I was like, okay, it's been a while. Where is it? Where's it gone? 
and it's like turns scanner on. It was like inside the wall. Yeah. I'm like Just flapping in the mountain. Right. Okay. And like I, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to get, I was, do, I was trying to do everything I could to get out of the wall. I was like using rocks to like get it to like go over to like somehow like phase back through the wall. And like sometimes its wings would flap up through the floor, and I would be like trying to whack him and see if I just like do damage and get it, get it to come through back to normality but couldn't do anything I had to fly away I had to like fast travel somewhere and fly back to the mountain to yeah. like set it so that was annoying but no I absolutely loved it I'm very glad you don't have to do much of the arena as well because that would have been I already had it. I already had enough of some of the arena stuff <laughs> I think, I think I did all the arena stuff. Yeah. Did you? I think so. I didn't have the patience for it. <laughs> was that not a part of the plastic? Though? No, I, th- um, I think you had to do some of it, but you didn't have to no. do all of it, which I was thankful for. Because, like, there was, there, was, there was one that I got stuck on where you have to beat a thing with, like, specific mm. um, weaponry that you're given. Yeah. Um... I just I I couldn't I couldn't get itself down enough to to get the um to be at the time limit so I was just like I can't I can't be doing this anyway I'll be I'll be looking forward to um the DLC that comes out for it because I think it's coming out pretty soon yes in two months I was just I'm actually just looking at the date it's uh, April April the nineteenth ah, oh I might be away around then ah uh, that's a shame I'll, I'll have to do it when I come back. Well, it's not going to go anywhere. Well, sorry. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Is it the Burning, Burning Shores? Shores, that's the one. Yeah. Where Aloy goes to Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, I look forward to that. Have a fire on the Hollywood side if it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> See what new machines come up with, because it was anything like the uh, the Frozen Wilds with those Frost Claws. I mean, those Fire Claws as well were annoying enough in this game. They're tough to beat, so... No, absolutely enjoyed it. Love my time with it. Love to go back to it once the DLC comes out. Uh, so I'll move on to... Uh, I've been playing more um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Of course, I'm, I'm playing Zombies. It's literally all I'm doing now. I've literally not touched multiplayer since last time because it's just a ball ache on it. Um, but... Uh, I'd said I'd, I'd done the Easter egg on um, Zombies in Spaceland and moved over to Raven the Redwood, um, which has Kevin Smith for reasons. Uh, and I've finally completed that Easter egg as well. Finally did it. Um, yeah. Managed to do it solo. Didn't, didn't have any help on this one, so I got to do it solo. Um, I'm going to imagine that quite toughly. It was tough once it got to the final boss fight. Um, I, I felt like I was somewhat well equipped for it, and the I had like a I had a what they call pack a punched. Um, oh, it's a futuristic P20 version. Do you know the P20 in normal Call of Duty is the submachine gun? Yeah. Uh, what's it called a pack a punched version of that? Only once. Um, so it's a souped up level basically adds more power to it um and i had one of the um crossbow weapons that you can get they can get upgraded so it shoots shoots out like this like wind dart um okay. it takes out it takes out zombies within its path basically so it's quite useful 
Um, so I thought I was doing, I was going to do well there because I think I was on round 15 when I, when I started the final boss fight. And then all the zombies ended up being bullet sponges for my futuristic P20. So I was like, right, I've got the wrong weapon. This is going to take ages. Um, I also had this like minigun as well, but it, it did less damage than the, the P20. So I had these three weapons. I, it took me, it must have been a good 20, 25 minutes just to be this boss thing. Cause there's, there's a few different steps to it. So once you go to this like little island, um, the first step is there's these glowing skulls that if you kill zombies around, you like feed souls into it and it starts rising up basically. And you have to get it to its highest point. Yeah. And there's three of them. There's three different ones you have to fill up to the, as high as you can. Once you get there, one of them will turn into this little pole that you, you've got to essentially um, lower this like massive zombie over to that Kevin Smith's turned into for reasons. Um, and once you do, um, do enough damage to him and then he starts getting these like glowing points on his body. He'll like, follow you around. You have to shoot these glowing points. Gotta do enough damage there, then he'll run off, um, and then there'll be like this glowing area that you need to get to, um, to be safe, otherwise you end up sort of getting damaged outside of this area. And then these skeletons appear, and you have to kill these skeletons in this area. Don't ask me. Not much the to law do. Of, of what you need to do. Um, so once you've done that, then you essentially restart the, um, three glowing point, basically. So there's like, there's waves to it, in effect. Right. Once you've done it like three times in a row, I think you need to do, um, I think it's one more of the, lowering him into the glowing point, and so he becomes vulnerable, and then that's it. Then he, then he's just vulnerable at all times, so then you have to just pour bullets into him. It took me a long time, but we finally got through it, so I was quite happy that I did it. Um, so I've now moved on to the next map, which is, um, Shaolin Shuffle. So that's the one that's set in the eighties in New York. that has got that kind of like star, star and hutch vibe to it. Um, I forget who the celebrity is in this one, but she's, I know she's from something, um, actress, I forget, I forget what she's from, but anyway, what this map is basically involves is um, you can pick up one of these four um, like chi power ups. There's like there's a crane, snake, tiger, and there's dragon, and these give you like essentially different power ups and stuff. So you start off with like picking one up, and then you have to melee so many zombies to upgrade it. Once you get to level what they call level one, then you can throw um, Shurikens. Okay. Um, kill, I think it's about 25 zombies with that. Then you get a new, another power up, which is exclusive to each one. So it's like the snake one, um, you can like summon a skeleton to kill zombies for you. Um, and then the dragon, um, will kill like the nearest five zombies near you or something like that. I think the tiger one, there's like a, area of effect um like a black hole thing they'll 
suck zombies into and stuff. I don't know what the crane one does. I've not quite got to that one yet, but basically I'm trying to see if I can do the Easter egg in that one, which entails kind of doing that a bit, open up the pack-a-punch room, then um, I've got to find these different rats in a cage that I have to, like, hit the shuriken, then follow the rat to the next cage, keep on doing that until eventually you get this, like, golden circle that you have to kill an X amount of zombies in, and then you got to do more than that. And I've not gone too far into it. It's, it's, this one's been a little bit more difficult, but I think that's just because of the... It, it feels like you've got less room to work in to, like, be able to, like, move around, not get hit too much by zombies and stuff. But I'll do what I can. I'm still enjoying it. I still, I'm still enjoying um, going through it and stuff. Um, so... I'm sure I'll eventually get through that, hopefully, and onto the next map, um, which is the attack of the radioactive thing with the giant um, crabzilla. So <laughs> we'll see how that Sounds goes. Sounds cool. The, the celebrity in question you were was Pam Greer. That's it. I knew it was Pam something. Was she from? Uh, she's she's, she's been in Quentin Tarantino films, so I think she was uh, in Jackie Brown. Uh, Machine Kill Bill. Uh, I don't know. That's okay. That's fine. Um, there is one in the attack the radioactive thing. I think she's called Olivia or something like that. But she she, she looks like she looks like an actress that played um Attack of the Wall. What's it called? Attack of the Radioactive Thing. So, like, each map has, like, a celebrity, basically. Um, apart from the last one, I don't think the last one, I think they give that to um, Willard Wyler, um, who's been played by, um, oh, something Pete, I think. Cassandra Pete or something. Cassandra Pete. Okay. Better known as Elvira. That was the one, Elvira, yeah. I'm assuming maybe like Elvira was like a character off of a show, perhaps. I'm not sure. Don't know about that. No. I've, I've not heard of them before. No, that's okay. So, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll go through more of them. Hopefully, I'll, I'll have an update the next podcast. I'll see if I can complete Shall and Shuffle. I'm just get stuck. So, um, there's only one other thing that I've played. And it's something I've come back to since completing Horizon Forbidden West. Um, now, I did say at some point there would be one game that I would go back to once I did Horizon. Um, unfortunately, I've not gone back to Death Stranding as of yet. I'll, oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll, I'll get to it at some point. But there was another game series that I remember we were talking about and it kind of clicked into me that like, I should really get back to this because I started in last year. I started from, I suppose, chronologically the, the first game, even though technically it was about the sixth game. <laughs> I've been making my way through ever since. Um, now going through the fourth, well, I've come back to the fourth game chronologically. Um, and that was uh, the Yakuza series that I've come back to. Great series. Yeah, I'm, I love the series. Um, being introduced into Zero, I think I've, it's absolutely brought me into its world. I just, I love how 
serious and unserious it can be in the same <laughs> yeah minute. It's very much a game of two halves, isn't it? Pretty much. Um, it is the most over-the-top bonkers game you could play, but it has the most serious, like, heartbreaking stories as well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's all over the place with that kind of stuff. So, um, like I said, I've gone back to Yakuza 4. So, um, in this one, um, uh, technically, if we were to play the games in order, this was the first game where you don't play as just Kazuya Kiryu. Um, you now play as like four, four protagonists, in fact. So um, you start with playing as Shun Akiyama, uh, who is like a, like a moneylender who works at Sun Finance. Um, and his whole story is basically um, this woman comes up to him. She wants about 100 million yen, which is kind of a lot of money over there and he's basically like i'll do this but you've got to pass kind of a test of mine um and his chapters are very much all 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 kind of trying to work out what what's going on between um two of the tojo clan factions there seems to be a murder's kind of happened and it seems to be tied to this lady, but also um, these two clans now start essentially warring against one another. And um, the Kiriyama seems to end up somewhere in the middle. So I've gone through his chapters. Now, I am seem to work out that each character has about four chapters you work through. Um, and then you move on to the next character. And I'm assuming at some point all their stories will like merge into one and you'll end up probably playing this all of them towards the end. So I've gone through Kiriyama. Um, he, his story kind of ends up with, um, he ends up being with Majima and kind of his clan. Um, and him wanting to know where this lady's gone and how it's all tied into the other, I suppose, clans that's going on. So I've done with him. Next character they're way to is called um, Tiger Sajima. Sajima. Um, his old story is that he he did a hit on a one of these clans about 25 years ago. Um, he essentially ended up killing about 18 people out of this clan, including the head, and ended up getting life in prison. Um, yeah, life in prison for it. Um, it was also meant, supposedly meant to get like a death penalty. So when you come to him, he's been transferred from, um, I think to, from like Tokyo to Akiyama. And basically he's going to die here. Um, but then you start working with, um, one of the inmates on finding a way of essentially getting out. Cause he's, he's still very much kind of wants to know what happened basically. Cause 25 years ago, he was meant to do this hit with Majima. Right. And for whatever reason, Majima doesn't appear, so he starts doing the hit himself. And he says he wants to know what, why, basically, Majima didn't appear, in effect. So you go through, you end up being able to, like, escape the prison. You end up back in Kamarocho. And then his whole thing is um, the police are looking after him once, are looking for him once he gets there. So you're having to kind of use the underground stuff and go above um, Camarocho, like on the sea, I suppose, roofs and stuff. 
um, trying to essentially find out what what goes on. And so by the end of his chapter, he kind of meets with Jimmy and you start figuring out basically what's what's happened in effect. So I've finished with his chapters and I'm now finally mo- I've moved on to the third one, which is where I've kind of I'm I'm, I'm on his fourth chapter now. Um, I'm sure I'll complete it soon. So the third character ended up playing up as uh, Masayoshi Tanimura. Um, and he just seems to be like a bit of a bent cop. <laughs> uh, likes to gamble while he's on duty. Um, takes bribes from people to make sure that they're doing what they should be doing. Um, and you start working out essentially what his story is, is that um, his father... Um, was working the case on this, this 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 hit that happened 25 years ago. Right. Um, but through corruption and shenanery, his father dies. Um, but the police label it as kind of just being a normal thing. They don't really they don't investigate in effect. So he's essentially looking for answers. Yeah. Um, on what's going on, and that ties to the woman um, that wants this 100 million yen from um, Akiya, um, Akiyama. So that stories end up kind of tying up a little towards the end. Um, but then obviously his story ends up being tied up to uh, Sajima over the whole hitting stuff and the like, why she really happened, what went down and stuff. So... At the moment, he's just uh, where I am. I think he's just kind of going to hiding because this clan's set him up at some point about um, him trying to find out what happened to his dad, basically. And then he's also trying to investigate the police as well at the same time, like wondering what's going on because one of his hi- one of his higher ups in a different department seems to always be kind of hard on him, always coming down on him quite hard, but you find out that somehow he's linked to his dad's case as well. For So I'm just there at the moment. Um, the only time Kiryu's actually appeared in this in this game so far is um, when Sujima escapes prison, but he ends up in the sea, and ends up wet, uh, washed up on the, on the beach right in front of the orphanage that Kiryu's looking after it right now. And um, you end up fighting Kiryu for reasons, because why not? Uh, and then he kind of helps you. It helps uh, Sajima go from Okinawa to um, Kamurocho. Um, but that's like the last time I've seen of him. Like I don't, I don't really know like what his actual involvement in this story, because it seems very like closed off from like why would he be involved unless it's like to help. Sajima for reasons. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how how his story kind of comes into it, and then obviously how it all transpires. Because I'm sure there's a lot of corrupt people going around, <laughs> as it tends to be with these twists and turns that Yakuza stories come through. But no, I'm 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 enjoying it. I, I think I think on a gameplay aspect, I'm enjoying it more than I did three because three is like now like the oldest one in terms of gameplay and like how it felt combat wise it was very stiff yeah whereas this one feels a little bit looser like i've got a little bit more control on where i'm hitting people and stuff so it's not too bad 
Um, I do like that each um, character also has their own kind of fighting style as well. So, like, at the moment, it was like Akiyama uses a lot of kicks and stuff. So he's very kick-centric. Um, Sajima is built like a brick house. Um, so it uses a lot of his strength and stuff in that way and, and that kind of stuff. And then... Um, Tani Mura is more uh, abating and stuff. So, like, when you use his block button, there's a there's a period in time. It'll, it'll glow for a period in time, and when someone tries to hit you, he, like, parries it away rather than just, you know, blocking. So it's very much about kind of... Counter-attacks and that kind of thing. Yeah, counter-attacks, keeping the distance, going in, counter-punches. I mean, he's got, um, he's got a heat move where he ends up, like, arresting the person. And then that's it. Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's quite interesting because he's a cop and stuff. Well, so, that's the ultimate special move, isn't it? Yeah, just arresting. <laughs> so I think he's very. I imagine once I get to Kiryu, he'll feel very much kind of like he has done in the past games that I've played him. So that'll be fine. Um, I'm finding that I'm also like, I'm trying to get through the story of this one quicker than I have the other games. I think purely just on a. Because it still feels like a PS3 game. So I'm I'm kind of less interested in side stories this time around. I'm kind of just like oh, I just want to burn through it so I can get to like I can get to five. Yeah. And then I think five is the one where it starts feeling like zero and stuff. So I'm, I'm hoping at least the feel of the game and the look of it will be closer to zero, and I might start focusing a little bit more on the side stuff and that because in this one they've got they've got um. I think they've got the hostess game that they did from Zero and Kuwami. But they've also got a slightly different hostess one where you're solely focusing on one hostess and you want to make them like the best one of the club. Um, but right. that one's a little bit tedious because essentially you dress them in a certain way. Um, but none of the different dresser stuff tells you stats wise kind of where you know, where would they rank? Are they are they cute? Are they um I don't know, gorgeous? Are they the other stuff that they've got? And then like the first round what you, what you're meant to do is you walk around the club and you and you find and you see people, you know, speech and bark saying, Oh, I, I prefer such and such of like a certain kind. Yeah. It's like you don't really know until like the first round and then like second round you have to spend changing the person like the outfit or whatnot to like better suit what they were looking for so it, it seems just a bit more of a, a tedious yeah that sounds like a chore that yeah um they've got golf they've got golf in this one um golf. they did have in three they might have had it in kuami two as well i'm not sure um which is it's not too bad it, it plays okay um, it's also got table tennis, so that's fun. Oh, nice. Uh, I do like a bit of table tennis. Yeah, so... I'm trying to do little bits here and there, but I'm not focused on them too much. I just want to blast through and then move on to five. Essentially, I want to eventually get to like a dragon and see what that's like, because I think Ishin has come out recently, and I've heard yeah. good things about that as well. Yeah. Like, Samurai's was guns it's quite astonishing like just like every few years it feels like one of these games comes out and they're always received very well it's just like yeah the quality quality never seems to really diminish 
It's quite. I, I think they've, they've 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 got like that perfect kind of niche shown there of like. Yeah. If you want to take them serious, you can do. If you want to take them as as crazy and as bonkers as possible, you can do that as well. Um. It it just seems to have a uh, an appeal. Um, like no other game has. Yeah. So, I, I, need to, I need to go back on that series. I know, I, you, I, I, you I, said I, you'd played Zero, and I think you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you said that, and I was like, okay, I'll finally give this series a go, because it was you, on PS Plus. You've just ended up blitzing through it. <laughs> and I've yeah, I was gone to a second one, now, yeah. I just like, left you behind. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, right, okay. I, I, I I've unleashed the monster. Yeah, I don't know if, because you've gone through Zero, I don't know if I would recommend going to Kwame like, because story-wise, obviously, that's how you'd follow it. Or yeah. if I would suggest just go to three and, like, get three, four, maybe five out of the way, then go back to zero, uh, go back to Kwame, then Kwame two, and then jump to six. Because there's the yeah. Judgment games as well that I want to go through. Oh, yeah. I've got the I've got the first one, yeah. I've, I've got I've got, I've got both. About that. <laughs> I've got both, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll get through these games eventually. <laughs> They're not short games either. This is the thing. They're like they're at least about thirty hours, and that's like if you're purely focused on just the story. <laughs> yeah, it took me forever to get through Zero because I just wanted to do all side stuff as well. I, I, yeah, I just wanted to do all side stuff because it was fun. Yeah, that was the good thing about Zero. I think was a bad thing with these older games is that the mini games don't quite feel. They're of their time, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, obviously with Hindsight, Zero, Kwame, Kwame 2, you can really update them and make them feel a bit better in how they play, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Excellent. So there we go. If you enjoyed listening to us, please go to tune in next time. We release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com where we post the Hall of Fame. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter, at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Take care.